change. The years leading up to its publication were crammed with unexpected setbacks, chance encounters, high emotion and controversy. It sold out to the book trade on publication day, and the arguments that it ignited spread like wildfire in the public domain, becoming the first truly international scientific debate in history. Readers attacked it or praised it and struggled to align their deep-seated religious beliefs with Darwin's disquieting new ideas. From the start, it was acknowledged as an outstanding contribution to the intellectual landscape, broad in scope, full of insight and packed with evidence to support his suggestions, but passionately criticised at the same time for proposing that all living beings originated through entirely natural processes. Apes or angels, Darwin or the Bible were burning topics for Victorians. Many of these issues are still very much alive today. In fact, the writing and controversial reception of Darwin's origin were never set apart in some cold, esoteric world of science. Its story, in many ways, is the story of the modern world. From today's perspective, of course, Darwin's role as one of the makers of present times has never been more evident. His writings challenged everything that had previously been thought about living beings and became a crucial factor in the intellectual, social and religious transformations that took place in the West during the 19th century. In time, Darwin grew to be one of the most famous scientists of his day, a Victorian celebrity whose work, even in his own lifetime, was regarded as a foundation stone for the modern world. Were we descended from apes? Must we give up the story of Adam and Eve and regard our purpose in this world as meaningless, little more than an animal existence? It was not just a question of arguing about the literal truth of the Bible. Few people, even then, believed in the Garden of Eden as a real place. Instead, Darwin seemed to be expelling the divine completely from the Western world, calling into doubt everything then believed about the human soul and our sense of morality. If humans were no longer answerable to God, their creator, were they free to do what they liked without any moral constraint at all? Is it credible that a turnip strives to become a man? Enquired Samuel Wilberforce, Bishop of Oxford in 1860. Darwin was popularly supposed to have assassinated the idea of God and once, jokingly, labelled himself the devil's chaplain. Retrospectively, it is common to label those stirring times as the Darwinian Revolution. The words usually come with a warning attached, for it is now clear that many of the themes addressed by Darwin were not new, either to him or to his readers. Even so, the label retains much of its meaning in the mind of the public. As so often happens, one man and one book have come to represent a larger transformation in thought. Yet the impact of evolutionary ideas has waxed and waned since Darwin's death, paradoxically sometimes at the same time. At the end of the 19th century and the beginning of the 20th, for example, when the evolutionary imperatives of competition and progress were expressed in the social sphere through imperial expansion, free enterprise and eugenic doctrines, and the words survival of the fittest were on every lip, Many biologists felt that the scientific side of Darwinism was utterly incompatible with early genetics. Paradoxically, again, in the 1930s and 1940s, just when a number of avant-garde biologists hoped to produce a new evolutionary synthesis, there was strong support for rival systems based on environmentalist ideas of the inheritance of acquired characteristics.
Meanwhile, the John Scopes monkey trial in Dayton, Tennessee in 1925, in which the fundamentalist politician, William Jennings Bryan, led the prosecution against a science teacher charged with illegally teaching the theory of evolution, and the agnostic lawyer, Clarence Darrow, the defense, has gone down as a watershed in the relations between science and religion. For a while, it was against the law in Tennessee to teach evolution in schools. At the start of the 21st century, Darwin's ideas have never been more prominent, although arguments are as heated as ever. Transformed by the modern understanding of heredity and refined in a thousand different ways as knowledge marches onwards, the idea of natural selection is the cornerstone of most biological thinking across the globe. Paleontologists trace mass extinctions and bursts of change in the fossil record. Molecular studies throw light on the origins and diffusion of early mankind.